there's a lot happening in your relationship that uh, you don't understand. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the show that brings hard truths and realities about relationships. I'm your host, Jameson Marcier, licensed clinical social worker and doctor of marriage and family therapy. How is everyone doing? And I ask that question um, not just loosely. I ask it because I know if you're anything like me, if you're a listener of this show, uh, you've been hanging in there. I think that's a good word. Um, A lot's gone on. A lot has happened. A lot is happening. A lot is continuing to happen. Um, At the time of this recording, we've made it through the election here in the U.S. of A. Um, At least here in South Florida, we have. There are other states for which a week later, there are still some questions. Um, There's also uh, storms that just passed by over the last few days. Uh, In some areas, we still have standing water. Um, COVID is still a thing. Yes, it is. Um, This week is either eight or nine months. I think it's like eight months. May, June, July, August. Yeah, eight months. Um, Officially eight months this week. Um, Since COVID arrived on everyone's doorstep. So when I ask how are we doing, you know, the intent is to just kind of take a moment and pause and breathe deeply, exhale deeply, ground yourself a little bit, and just honor the fact that you've survived 2020. And again, I say that um, it, it, it's, it's, that's a heavy phrase because some of us um, saw 2020 and are not here, okay? Not just figuratively, but literally, okay and so it's um it's always worth to worth it to stop and and celebrate um your accomplishments um also um you know today the day that this podcast originally drops um november 11th is veterans day and so I just want to take a moment and also acknowledge our veterans, okay, for their service, um, sacrifice, um, the decision to serve this country, despite all the flaws, despite all of the uh, question, questionable decisions, questionable policies, uh, there remains some goodness, there remains some silver linings here. And there are those who felt the need to fight for it. So, again, it's always worth it to take a moment um, to um, pause. Uh, Another note, uh, while while I'm still kind of 
gathering my thoughts here. Um, we acknowledge veterans, but we also tend to uh, forget or ignore their families. And I think we should uh, take a moment and acknowledge the families of veterans, um, the ones whom are not deployed, but they're more or less deployed at home, you can say, uh, holding down the fort, the uh, proverbial fort in many cases, uh, and caregivers for the time that veterans return home. Yes, they do come home, okay? Um, and there are people for whom the rest of their lives are committed to looking after these veterans. And so I just want to say again, uh, uh, thank you, you know, to all our veterans, soon-to-be veterans, our active duty men and women. Um, thank you, and we appreciate your service. Um, and now to you, our listeners, um, you've noticed perhaps that we've been playing some archive shows. Um, it's mainly been that we needed a break. Okay, we needed a break. Uh, same thing has happened on our weekend edition. Um, and that is something that we are not apologizing for. Okay, as a matter of fact, we encourage you to do the same. If you need a break, take the break, okay? Take the break. If you need the day off, take the day off. Take the weekend, take an hour. Whatever you have available to you, it is your right, your duty, your obligation in many ways to take the break, okay? Because if you're burning on both ends, if you're burning out, then you're no good to anyone, okay? Not that here at the Relationship Renegade that that's where we were, um, because, again, we work very hard to not get there. So we take our breaks. Um, we, uh, or I, was recently up in the Appalachian Trail. I'm not sure if we got a chance to, or if I got a chance to tell you about that. But that has thus far been one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. Maybe not the top, but it's up there. Okay. A week up in the mountains. Everything you need is on your back. Um, and so that's great. Again, I say that to say, take the break if you need it. All right. And so now now we are, we're back. Um, and, and we're back to um, wrap up, to wrap up season two. Yes, it's already uh, about that time. Um, a lot's happened this season. If you've been following, um, season two has really been interesting. Uh, Mia came on board in the summer uh, for our um, weekend edition, and that's that's been a lot of fun. Those conversations are interesting. So check us out on Saturdays or even now. Go back and listen to some of these old episodes. Uh, trust me, you won't regret those. Um, but all good things do come to an end. And so season two, as great as it is, we're on the wind down for season two as the holidays come barreling in. Uh, don't worry, we're not going anywhere, just season two. And so we're uh, frantically working on season three. Um, got some good stuff planned. And uh, just want you to make sure after the holidays that you come back and join us for that. Um, we're not officially wrapping up season two yet, but uh, we're at that point where we're looking at uh, some end dates. All right. Now, as far as today is concerned... Um, 
it's a topic that I've been trying to see where I can fit it in, um, how I can uh, integrate it into what we do. And, you know, I just said, you know what? Let's just kind of stick it where we got, where we find space, you know, where we have find the time. Um, and we're talking about attachments, okay? Um, attachment styles. And now some of you may be familiar with the concept of uh, attachments and attachment styles. But my experience has been that many people are not um, familiar with the idea of attachment styles. And I know this because the things that surprise you in your relationships, okay, um, suggest to me that you're not clear on uh, some of the forces working behind the scenes in your relationship. How about how about that? Let me put it that way, right? Um, you know, there's a lot happening in your relationship that uh, you don't understand. And a lot of people don't understand. And, and that's not a knock against you um, because you weren't there when a lot of this stuff happened. Okay? And furthermore, even the people to whom it was happening to while they may have experienced it, in no way did they fully grasp uh, what it meant. Okay? And, uh, and attachment styles are one of these things um, that fit this, you know, description. Uh, so attachment styles, they form um, early in life, very early in life, um, and, and really as kids, as children, um, the idea is that they are based on how we've bonded growing up as children um, with our parents, right? Or, or failed to bond, okay? So um, if, you, if you've read about, studied, Googled, anything about childhood development, adolescent development, you understand how the way you were brought up as a child or the experiences that you had as a child directly inform, influence, play a role on who you are, who you become as an adult. And so that's essentially what we're talking about here when we talk about attachment styles, right? For people who had secure bonds and secure attachments, they tend to have healthy attachments in their relationships and the same goes for those who have had poor or unstable bonds okay they tend to have unhealthy attachments and there are four um, key attachments um, and and we're just gonna gloss over them I encourage you to just kind of do your own Googling. You'll probably come across some of the same information uh, that I did. Um, and this is not by any means intended, as always, to be um, advice. It's information. But your relationship, okay, is unique in its own setup. You know, don't go around telling everybody, oh, yeah, you ain't got no good attachments or your mama didn't love you or your daddy didn't love you. Okay, unless you're prepared for what comes after you say that kind of stuff, don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, just kind of observe. 
right? See. See if any of this is relevant to you. All right? So, the first attachment style uh, I just want to mention is that of secure attachments, okay? This is the kind that ideally we all want, okay? These are the kind of adults that we want to become. Um, you know, we want to be confident in our relationships. We want to be confident in our partner. Um, we want to feel connected, okay? We want to feel like we can trust our partner. Um, we, a big piece of this is that we want to be um, comfortable, or these people are comfortable, in um, having independence and giving independence, this is big for relationships and many relationships. Um, we or people um, feel like if they're independent, that, that that's indicative of a problem in a relationship. Um, or if their partner is independent, that that can be a problem. Um, and, you know, it's not a problem. OK, you can be independent and feel supported. OK. Your partner can be independent. Um, now, I don't mean detached or disconnected from the relationship, but independent, right? So, and, and that may be in certain areas or in certain times um, and still feel connected. And you know someone like this, maybe you're like this, um, you know, even I myself sometimes just kind of want to keep to myself. I want to be alone doing my own thing, whether that's reading a book, whether that's going for a walk by myself, whether that's going to grab a bite to eat by myself, whether it's going for a drive by myself, whether it's going um, camping by myself, like just any number of things, right? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a reflection on my wife or in your case, your partner, um, it's just that I'm okay. I, I, I'm, I'm all right. And people with secure attachments, they understand that, okay? They understand that even though their partner may want to be alone, it is not a reflection of them, okay? They don't feel any way, um, uh, they don't feel any way uh, affected by that, okay? Um, so that's secure attachments, all right. And secure that people with secure attachments that is generally rooted in um, people or kids who grew up with uh, with secure attachments. Um, your parents were present. There wasn't really any kind of trauma. There wasn't any kind of abuse. You felt loved. You felt like you, you were amongst people who cared about you. They went off, did their own thing sometimes and they came back and that didn't change the relationship. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Okay. Second one is dismissive avoidant, right? The dismissive avoidant attachment. Now, these people tend to find it very uncomfortable to get too emotionally close um, to other people, um, and particularly in the context of a relationship, but also uh, in, another, in other situations is they, they find it hard to trust others. 
right? I mean, in order to get close to anyone, you really, you got to trust them. And if you can't trust them, obviously you won't get close. Um, but these people are the kinds who find it hard to commit because then you just kind of, people get to, too close to them. Um, they're uncomfortable with that closeness. They're uncomfortable committing uh, the vulnerability that's required they are uncomfortable doing that because they don't feel safe. So a lot of people with this sort of attachment style, they are your serial one-nighters, you know, serial one-night stands, or even serial monogamy, but it's short-term, okay? It is short-term. And when I say short-term, I mean, you know, maybe a few weeks on the off chance, maybe a few months, but nothing long term, okay? Because it simply is too uh, too much of a discomfort to get too close. Um, and this type of style is rooted in having had negligent or absent parents, um, and generally uh, f a feeling of having been um, rejected. Okay. Now let me highlight. I'm not. I didn't say having been or being rejected, but a feeling, right? Um, because it is often the case that we are told no or people are not as available as we may want them to be. Um, and rather than seeing that for what it is, that they may not be as available in this moment, in this season, we interpret that as, oh my God, they're rejecting me. Okay, and children, when they feel that way, they internalize that. And so that um, begins to define them and foster this um, attachment style uh, in kids. Okay, um, so that's the dismissive avoidant type. Uh, type three is the anxious um, preoccupied type. Okay, um, these types of individuals, um, they're, they're interesting to me. I mean, all of these are, but these are uh, slightly more so interesting. Um, they um, crave intimacy. They, they want it. They need it. Okay, um, without it, they get very anxious, you know, very jittery. Um, but it isn't that they crave it here and there. They crave it almost um, all the time, right? Um, even if uh, it's inappropriate or the the partner, um, they may they may not be ready for it, right? So these people are the kinds who tend to bond to someone in a relationship really fast really really quick you know you meet someone um today and maybe you're talking on the phone or you're you have a long distance relationship um and they're telling you they love you almost instantly you know and they're kind of like planning the rest of their life with you um and you're like whoa we just we just had coffee come on um so it's clearly inappropriate but that is the type, okay? They need a lot of approval um, and reassurance, okay? 
And if it's not there, these types of peoples, <laughs> peoples, yes, these these individuals, uh, they get very, very anxious. OK, um, they they require the approval of other people um, and they often will doubt their self-worth, their own self-worth. So they need that source of um, external validation um, and they often seek it um, to their own, to the own, to the detriment of their relationship. Um, um, and, and it isn't always romantic relationships, but even friends and platonic relationships, you'll see that. And that can often uh, take a toll on relationships. Um, it's a big burden, you know. Um, but that's all rooted in, in their anxious uh, anxiousness, the anxiety that they feel, and they seek to uh, manage it in their relationships. Okay. Uh, type number four, and the final one, is the uh, disorganized type. This type uh, soft often is referred to as the uh, the fearful avoidant type. Okay, but ultimately, ultimately, this is a a very confused individual. All right, they um, want the emotional closeness. Right, they want the intimacy. However, however, they are also simultaneously pushing it away you know the, this is your classic person that's um begging you to stay don't leave yet at the same time causing a fight that will make you leave that will make you want to get up and go and then they're begging you to stay and or they're guilting you for wanting to leave because they're picking a fight with you and even as I sit here and I'm saying that, I'm just like, that that shit would just drive me crazy, just bat crazy. Um, and yeah, many of those people do end up alone because the, the partner just, it, it's hard to sustain something like that, okay? To, to never know if you're coming or going or if this person wants you to stay or not simply because of their own confusion. The other thing is they um, will often deny their own feelings um, or don't express them. Okay? They will deny their own feelings or not trust their own f or, or not express their own feelings. Um, sometimes because they don't trust their feelings. Okay? At the same because, I mean, again, like we said, confused. Um, they don't want to say something that might make you leave make their partner leave um, but at the same time they're not sure if you know this is it or if you should stay it's just a really 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 difficult situation to be in um, jealousy is often a hallmark of individuals with this type of attachment style um, now, I can already see some of y'all going, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, he's so jealous. Oh, she, yeah, that's her for real. Again, like I said in the beginning, do not do that. Just don't. Just do not do that. This is just more information for you as a listener. This is not a, a license for you to go and start diagnosing and attempting to treat anybody. Okay? But jealousy 
yes, is, is a hallmark. Um, and they will often perceive threats um, from possible romantic rivals, right? So this is the girl who may pick fights with um, the other girl who works with her husband or boyfriend um, or the guy who's, um, who does the same thing, pick fights with other guys um, who might compliment his wife or his girlfriend. Um, they just um, can't handle that. Um, and don't let the person say, oh, thank you for the compliment. That's so nice of you. Now, what do you mean? Thank you. Do you, do you like this guy? What are you? And, and so it just kind of can be just a really, again, um, uh, a bad, bad situation. And individuals in this case often are those who've experienced, um, loss or trauma and it's, more it's it's unresolved okay um and, and there it, unresolved trauma can really um wreak havoc on relationships right because you often are uh, operating in your life while you've moved on uh physically literally emotionally you're not you've not moved on you're not uh better but yet you're trying to carry on as if you are yet making your decisions uh, as someone who is hurting which you are hurting if you've not healed from it okay um, so it can be tough we try to uh, ideally you want to be someone with secure attachments and there are things that happen to everyone that may influence which category you fall into um, and this isn't to say that Everyone is kind of like stuck in stone. Um, you know, you can have some secure attachments, but you can have some something happen as an adult. And that just kind of shake how you feel and move and perceive things in your relationships. Um, and conversely, if you are someone who may be in some of these, um, whether it's the this uh, dismissive avoidant type, anxious or preoccupied and the disorganized attachment. It isn't to say that you're stuck there, okay? Uh, counseling and therapy, whether that's individual or couples counseling, is a wonderful tool with a qualified professional, of course, that will help you um, heal and move above, beyond, um, or even learn to uh, be someone who's had these issues, but yet you don't have to operate like that, okay? So I always encourage people, check that out. Um, check out the resources that are out there. Um, you can always reach out to me here. Reach out to us here at the show. Um, and if we can assist you, we will. Whether that's providing the service ourselves or giving you a referral to someone who may be uh, a better fit for you, then we're open to doing that. And so with that, if you have found any value in this show i'd appreciate a rating and review on itunes as always or if you'd simply just tell a friend about the show that would also help us out tremendously um, if you're looking to improve or maintain the status of your wonderful relationship please reach out to us um, you can you can schedule your love check um, a free consultation or your love check you, you choose um, you can just go to mercywellness.com um, and we'll 
we'll just get cracking and see what we can do. I encourage you to uh, come back for our regular Wednesday episodes, but also our Saturday weekend edition with my dear friend Mia Terrazas. Uh, in the meantime, listen, take care of yourselves, be good to yourself, be good to each other. Um, we've made it this far, we're going to get through 2020. Thank you guys for joining me for this episode, and I look forward to having you back for another episode of Relationship Renegade. Take care now. Bye.